Uh, thanks for coming along, guys. Today, obviously, it's Anzac Round in the NRL this weekend, and the Rabbitohs have a fantastic partnership with the Royal Australian Navy. We've got some Navy representatives here today, along with our head coach, Jason Demetrio. The first person that I'd like to introduce you to from the Australian Submarine Forces is Vincent. Good day, everyone. Um, I'm leading Sivan uh, Vincent. I'm a submariner. Um, I'd like to um, present today uh, with uh, the chief, the uh, chief of navy, and uh, you guys like the new submarine uh, jersey for you. Thank you. Thanks, Vincent. I'd now like to uh, call up to the microphones the chief of navy, Vice Admiral Mark Hammond. Good morning. It's an absolute privilege to be here uh, to partner again with the South Sydney Rabbitohs for the Anzac Round. This time uh, the club has chosen to shine a spotlight on the Australian Submarine Service. Uh, a lot of what our submarine force does happens over the horizon and it's not in our nature to, uh, to, to blow our own trumpet, so to speak. Uh, it is called the Silent Service for a very good reason. But when a club like the Rabbitohs, which such, with such a great uh, high-performance culture, decides to shine a light on the service of our submariners, uh, on the men and women of the Australian Submarine Force, and importantly, the families that enable their service, it's an absolute privilege to, to step up and partner with them. Uh, I'm also, I don't know whether the club's announced this yet, but I understand the jersey's already sold out after just two days. So uh, all credit to Russell Crowe, the designer. Uh, and my thanks to the South Sydney Rabbitohs for continuing to shine a light on uh, the service of our Navy, particularly during the Anzac Round. Thank you. Mark, you probably don't, like as you said, the silent service. Um, don't hear a lot, aside from what's in the news at the moment. What would you like this jersey to, to what story do you want this jersey to tell about um, submarine service? Thanks, Cody. Uh, well, so, as, as I mentioned, Russell Crowe designed uh, the, the jersey for, for, this, uh, for this round. The black indicates the colour of the submarine force and all of our submariners wear a black t-shirt below their uniform, uh, which is a shout out to the history and heritage of the submarine force, which has been reflected here. Uh, the grey is a demonstration of the effect of light refracting uh, below the water uh, as you look at a submarine. And the crest, which normally has a set of dolphins here, like, like the one on my uniform, has been replaced by the Rabideau's bunny. Uh, for me, there's a, there's a great parallel between uh, small teams uh, selflessly working hard for each other day in, day out. In our case, uh, it's at sea, over the horizon, promoting Australia's national interest. And as I said, a lot of that goes under the radar. Uh, what the Rabbitohs do here, uh, their culture of high performance, uh, putting themselves on the line for each other uh, and promoting a very, very high performance culture absolutely resonates with us and it means a great deal. Did you speak to the players about any of that? Or? I did. Uh, I spoke to the players this morning. Uh, had a lot of questions, in, including Latrell asked me how deep the submarines go, and of course I'm not going to talk about cl classi uh, classified information. Plus Latrell asked the hard questions. Eh? That's right. No, Latrell was all over it. But no, we had a good chat about about mateship, about selflessness, selflessness, about professionalism, uh, and about always getting up and backing each other up. In, in a submarine crew, everybody knows each other's jobs. Uh, and our ability to step up and support each other when things aren't going well is something that we particularly pride ourselves on. Uh, and I think that's something that we have in common with a high-performing rugby team. And Abril, you've had a distinguished career, Order of the Australia Medal, graduated from Harvard Business, 
thank you for your service, but uh, yeah, some career highlights for yourself, including being uh, head of Navy? Uh, thank you. Uh, it has been a very long uh, career. I've been very, very fortunate. I, I started life as a junior sailor, uh, as an electronics technician. I grew up in Adelaide, AFL country, uh, and joined the Navy. And I found myself in the submarine force because of the volunteer nature, because of the challenging environment, and because it's a high-performance, small teams uh, environment. Uh, career highlights have included submarine command, any leadership role in any defence force is an absolute privilege. Uh, submarine command was definitely one of my highlights, uh, commanding the fleet was as well. But ultimately, the thing that I treasure most is the teamwork and the people that I've worked with uh, and the people I get to serve now. Uh, this role is an absolute privilege. Uh, it's challenging for all the right reasons and rewarding for all the right reasons. And you're also a follow the club, the Rabbitohs? Up the Rabbitohs! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. Yeah, absolutely. I'd just like to say uh, we're really privileged to be able to wear this jersey tomorrow to commemorate all our ANZACs, in particular the Navy and the submarine uh, division. Uh, their silent service goes unnoticed and we're really privileged and proud to represent them and, and their history over a long period of time. Uh, we heard some great stories this morning about the service and what it does and has done since World War One. and uh, yeah, it's pretty special to wear the jersey. Jason, I guess you'd have a message for the team, the way you probably talked about that with them. Can you, can you tell us what you talked about with them about this? Yeah, again, it's as uh, Mark spoke about, about that high-performance culture and small teams working together uh, in some pretty difficult situations. And tomorrow night we're playing against one of the best teams in the competition and we're going to experience some difficult times. And um, wearing this jersey will give us a reminder that we need to stick together and um, make sure that we fight on and... Um, yeah, represent not only ourselves but um, the submarine division and the ANZAC round as special as we can. Last one, uh, Penrith crashes a lot of build up around crack windscreens. Um, Penrith windscreens look alright, don't they? Yeah, look fine to me. Um, and we're looking forward to getting out there tomorrow night and being the Rabbitohs. It's something that I uh, really focus on this week. I haven't spoken too much about Penrith. Um, you know, we've had some big games against them over the last few years. We know who they who they are and what they do. It's about us going out there and for 80 minutes um, being consistent in the Rabbitoh way. If we do that, then we'll build some real trust in our season. So you don't really look at Penrith sort of a little bit up and down with their form? Nah, not at all. Um, we know that every time we play them, they're going to be up. Uh, that's how it's been for the last three years, definitely, and we're expecting that tomorrow night. But as I said, it's it's about us. It's our home ground. We get to represent the Navy and the submarine, and um, it's about being a Rabbitoh for 80 minutes. It's all different reasons, you know, we're talking over three years, rosters, different things change, player availability at certain times doesn't help, um, but you know, as they've beaten nearly every other team in the competition for the last three years, they just stay at their task. Uh, they don't beat themselves, they put you in positions in the field where it makes it hard to get your attacking game on and as I said tomorrow night we want to be the Rabbitohs, we want to play our footy regardless of the situation we're in, we need to keep backing and trusting what we're about and I think over the last couple of years we probably haven't done that 
as well as we'd like to, and uh, we'd like to do that tomorrow night. But we understand how hard it is. It's not going to be easy. How happy are you with the way, particularly what you've been doing with what he's improved over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, it has. Again, it's you know been building. Obviously, getting some uh, key middles back has helped. Um, having Jai back in the side is a big plus for us as well. So, again, we're nearly third away through the season. Um, we're growing our game. I still don't think we're anywhere near uh, the team we're going to be by the back end, but we're heading in the right direction. Facility-wise, I know you've got the big screen, the big TV. Is that your spy screen? Is that what you use to you know, pick up all the players? And yeah, stuff? I've got a locker in the change room as well, so I'm always looking at the players. They get no, no escape from me. So, um, big brother, isn't it? It's it is, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's actually, we haven't figured out how to use it. Uh, <laughs> Lee, Lee's all over it. So once we do, we get to see Vision live on training as well, which will be pretty special. Um, us nerdy coaches love that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's um, yeah, looking forward to uh, delving in over the next month or so and seeing exactly how much we can get out of the facility. I guess the facility and technology, and think that's where you can find edges in, for your team. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even yesterday on the players' day off, there was half a dozen to a dozen players in here doing recovery because it's such a great facility to come and, and all those little things add to your performance every week and um, like we said it's it's a great it's a great house we want to make it a home and, uh, and that journey starts this weekend and uh, we'll build throughout the season. You're not one of those paranoid coaches are you? I mean, you've got fans you can just rock up here and watch what you're doing. Ah, we, we watch enough video, other teams watch enough video to know what we're doing, there's no secrets. Um, it's one thing knowing what you're doing, it's another thing being able to stop it. So uh, we trust what we do. We're happy for our fans to have open access to us. It makes us the club we are. We're a people, a team of the, for the people. So uh, I know how much the players get out of having them around. Jesse, there's been a lot of talk about 5'8 from New South Wales. And you wrapped Cody the other day saying he's the best in the game. Should he be the Blues 5'8? Well, I'd be picking him if I was picking the team, but um, obviously I don't pick the team. and. They've got some pretty good handy players there as well. I think Jerome's done a great job over the last few years, so um, he's the incumbent. Um, you know, he'd have to be playing pretty ordinary not to get a start, I think, and I think he's playing some pretty good footy at the moment. So, look, there's a few weeks to go now. You guys are going to start drumming that talk up, and all, all we can do is put our best foot forward, and Cody keeps doing that, then he puts himself in the frame. But, um, yeah, there's a long way from, from the team being picked yet. It's a nice comparison, though, this week, isn't it? We can watch them both at the same time. Yeah, you can, but they're very different players. I think, um, you know, Cody's very much an attacking-minded player and, um, you know, a lot of little things that he does that make him elite in, in the game. And um, what I really like about Jerome is his ability to compete. He's in the fight all the time. I thought his performances again, where he led a team at Samoa were outstanding in the World Cup and that showed the real qualities that he brings to that Penrith side as well. Jada, you would have seen, like, obviously... Um Nathan needed like half an opportunity to go bang bang against the Knights and take the game away from them. Is there a, a team that commands 80 minutes from the opposition more than, than No, Europe? no, not at the moment, no. And that's why they've been beaten in a grand final and won back to back for the next two years because you have to play for 80 minutes. And I sort of said before, we need to be the Rabbitohs for 80 minutes. And we need to trust that doing that is going to get us a result. And if we do that, we give ourselves a real chance. But there's going to be periods in the game where we're going to be underwater. You know, we've got to keep fighting and uh, get the result and come to the surface with the, as a winners. Daniel Cook came out the other day and pushed pretty hard for Jack White to end up here. Hmm. Uh, is that any chance? Or is there someone? Is there any indication from you that you'd like to get him here? Oh, I love Jack. Yeah, he's. I know he's got a lot of good friends in the club through rep footy. Um, you know, it's, if Cook is willing to take a pay cut, then it's probably something we could sit down and have a chat about. Uh, we'll get all the big earners in and see if they're willing to um, uh, what they're willing to do. But look, you know, we, we'd love to have him here if there was an opportunity to get him here, but. 
Um, we're pretty full in the cup as well, so it's um, yeah, it's unlikely, but we'll see what happens. Those guys might do it. You never know. I mean, like they're they're team-minded individuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. But yeah, I'm not, not sure the partners agree with that. But um, <laughs> yeah, look, it's he, he's a fantastic footballer. I'm sure there'll be a host of clubs interested in him, and um, yeah, we'll just see how it goes, plays out. And one other thing we've talked about, I mean, which you've talked about a bit, is Ben Hornby. Um, if he's ready or not, and would, would you be willing to let him go? Oh, well, 100%. I'll be willing to let him go as a head coach. Yeah, that's if that's his ambition. Then 100%. Yeah, it's we're like it's like a player playing rep footy. You know, you want him to go and, and try that next level. And if um, Ben was given the opportunity, I'm sure he'd do a great job. He's had a very similar pathway to myself. Um, I think he's he's ready to take that challenge on and um, going back to a club where he's intimately connected to. He's um, he understands the culture of the place inside and out, and I think he'd be a great fit. Um, if that opportunity comes for him, then he'd definitely get my support. You haven't approached yet at all? Who, you, Ben? Yeah, has he said anything to you? Oh, no, we've spoken about the, you know, as you guys are talking about, it's, it's my job to make sure that I'm understanding what's happening so I can support what he wants to do. But uh, as far as I know, there's been no discussions with the Dragons yet and see how that plays out. JD, just a, sorry, just a couple of injury updates. Keon? I yep. believe he had his surgery yesterday. Yeah, and went surgery good. on Monday, I think. Yeah, so he's out for um, it'd be yeah six to eight weeks. And uh, Junior, I just seen him then. He looks fit, so he's not far away. Yeah, Junior's running well. Um, out of push, could have could have played this week, but um, you know we probably went a bit early last time, so we're we're happy to leave him out and get him ready for next week. And Liam told me Liam Knight said he's not far away. Yeah, no, he'll play his first game next week as well, Liam. So he's had a good month of training full with the team and. Um, really excited to see him back out in the field. He's, it's been a tough, long road for him, but um, he's come out of it not only uh, physically in better shape, but mentally uh, and emotionally the best I've ever seen him. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Liam on the field. And also good news, Lever Havili is back running, I believe. Yes, yeah, he is. He's on the Alter G. So uh, his uh, rehab will ramp up now over the next month to six weeks. And yeah, trying to get those guys fit and healthy for around that origin period when we probably lose a few boys. So bringing those guys back into the team will make a real difference. And just one more, Jai Gray, I've seen him running around, he's got a lot of talent, I say he's small in stature, but big on talent, so he'll come back soon too? Yeah, he's, he'll, he'll play um, in the flex side next week, uh, he's been outstanding last this week training, he's been out with a hamstring injury for that long, but the rehab guys have done a great job getting him fit and ready, and um, you, you see him out on the field, uh, he's, he's an electric little thing, he reminds me a lot of Rob Burrow from overseas and um, we're excited about where he might go in the future. Watching the, watching the, one more sorry, I just saw him throw a cutout pass to Tyrone Munro on the wing. It could be a look into the future of this club, a couple of young stars. Yeah, definitely. There's, uh, I said that this week because our reserve grade played on Sunday. We had a few of the younger guys in. Hazen Mellers, Tyrone Munro, uh, Thomas Fletcher as well, and Jai Gray, they're exciting young players. Um, and that's why we're, we're in the position we're in, we're comfortable where we're at with our roster. So much has been over the said about the left side. And just that if you could talk to the evolution of the right side and the way like in attack Campbell's come along so much and what he's got. Yeah, I think Cookie started to figure out that he can pass right. Uh, that's been a big improvement. Um, yeah, no, I think it's again it's experience, you know, that that's a pretty young edge. Obviously locking his first year last year and people forget, you know, Campbell Graham's twenty four years old, he's still still young and but they're starting to get experienced. You know, they're at fifty, hundred gamers and they're starting to really be confident and they've played a lot of footy together over the last 18 months. So that's showing in their form. And um, yeah, I, you know, we have to be prominent on both sides of the field and through the middle third, otherwise we don't get where we want to go. And is that one of those things like, you know, 
fight prelims and not getting over the line, or not having a premiership to show for it, and, and the evolution of this footy team is how much of a part does that right side and, and its growth play in, in you guys going to another level? Oh, it's part of it. Yeah, it's you know five percent improvement on prelim final finishes is is the five percent we're chasing. So. You know, that's obviously adds to another string to our bow, but our biggest improvement is uh, making sure that we can get as many blokes healthy as we can for the big games at the end of the year. And most importantly, it's in between our ears and uh, understanding the learnings that we need to take away from the last one and what we need to take into this final series if and when we get there. Just one more on the centre, JD. I think Blake Solly, Shannon Donato, Mark Ellison, all the staff have done a magnificent job here getting it all right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, Monday when the um, commercial and the admin and this team join us at the facility. Uh, it'll be a real special day for our club. I know the players and the staff are really excited about it. Um, you know, a lot of people will walk around in the first level, but for us, this is a two-level building and it unites us better than or for, for the first time in the club's history and it's such a powerful tool for us all to have. And uh, as a coach, I'm really looking forward to having everybody on the one roof. Thanks, JD. Just, um, to wrap up this morning, just some final comments from Vice Admiral. Hey, just a final comment uh, on Anzac Day and submarines. Uh, I do occasionally get asked, what, what does the submarine force have to do with Anzac Day? Well, it was an Australian submarine, a very small crew in 1915, that on Anzac Day penetrated the Dardanelles, uh, in many respects first in at Gallipoli. Uh, and what they achieved had been attempted by several submarines before them unsuccessfully. An Australian submarine with a mixed crew of Australians uh, and Royal Navy submariners uh, achieved that mission uh, for the very first time and paved the way. Uh, and that is the genesis of the reputation of the Australian submarine force. Uh, the, the, the courage, the professionalism uh, to achieve significant outcomes uh, under uh, significant duress. Uh, so in, in that context, we're particularly proud to be able to shine a light on the history of the Australian Submarine Service uh, and those who continue that legacy today in partnership with the Rabbitohs this Anzac Day. I'd like to thank the, the leadership and staff of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, JD, uh, Blake Solly and the team, uh, Russell, of course, uh, for the design and the offer to partner uh, the, the way we are. Uh, and finally, to the men and women of the Australian Navy and their families uh, for their service. Thank you very much.